another week of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Ophelia, and here's your top stories of the week. And here's your top stories in gaming. So this week, we have a special guest. Um, he's a good friend of mine, and we're going to be talking about, of course, Amy, and we're going to also be talking about pop culture and other things that may interest us. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, listeners. My name is Apollo. I just want to thank you, Etheria, for having me on your show. It's a pleasure to have you. So... We're just going to jump right into it. Um, Let's talk about um, EA. So, this week, uh, some of you may know that um, EA has canceled another open world game. And, of course, I am happy about it because I want the contract. With Disney to be over with them because what happened with Battlefront 2 and all of those microtransactions and stuff like that. So, Apollo, do you have any, like, you know, have you played any EA games lately? I have actually done my best to avoid EA like the plague. <laughs> That's a good thing. There have been too many small little things like root kits and all this stuff that's getting installed with your with your software that you know it's just kind of like I just want to stay away from their titles and it and to be honest I don't feel I've missed any great content you know what you really haven't because (laughs) it's I mean just what's going on with um just that battlefront the release of that game it just it was not good and rightly so, because they got too big-headed. And you know, to just like, this is what I feel what EA has been doing. And this is not to say that EA does not make good games. I think they make wonderful games concerning the sports and some, just some of their, um, their adventure games. But outside of that, I mean, that, they are just... They put their profit before their projects, mm-hmm. and it just rubs all of the gamers wrong. You know, I mean, of course, you have some loyalists, you know, who comes out, but those are coming out fast, minority. I mean, I agree with the the problem, the the base problem. I think in this is that they're trying to put microtransactions inside a AAA game. And it's kind of, it's like there's one thing to have it on a mobile game where you're being casual and whatnot, but you don't want to have to buy a game then microtransaction all your content in, and it's uh, it's really unacceptable. Like no one's gonna, no one wants that. And let's just talk about what was the last game that came out that um oh um. Fall, not, oh, Fallout 76, that was a debacle in itself. But um, Red Dead Redemption 2, without, they tried, like, you know, it's a pay for play. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, sorry, let's correction, it's pay to win. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and, and, and I think the online version, like, they tried to, they tried to streamline, streamline it like they did with the GTA. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just over the top about that. But we don't need them no more. And I am just I just want them to cut that contract off and let them on their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, have you um, heard about Super Mario Deluxe U on the heard. Switch? I know that it came out recently. It did, and to everyone's surprise, it actually um, top number one in the UK and Japan. Now, 
I had it for the weekend. And I'm not ashamed to admit, <laughs> I didn't finish it. I, I wanted to, but I'm going to finish it on the Switch. Because it is a fun game. And for the value, because it's $60, a lot of people was upset about that. $60 for um, a port, but I think the thing is, is Nintendo and their platforms and their controllers are really geared toward platforming. I think that's true. They have a long history of platforming. And and I, should, I like that you um you know you brought that up because I guess with Nintendo every console they made it always played to the controller mm-hmm. or just the interface it's it's brilliant and that's why there's some of the best people that make the gaming but i i don't think anyone should be surprised that you know a good solid platformer is still a popular genre you know everyone's talking about you know the open battlefield stuff now but there's still a large segment of gamers out there who are just like Give me some challenging platforming, you know? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to be, you know, Odyssey was great. I think Odyssey was a great game. But you don't have to have the open world adventure in all your platforms. Sometimes people want the challenge of going from A to B and what obstacles are going to be in the way, you know? I agree with um, everything you said about Odyssey. Um, so let's talk about some sales numbers. Um, as some of you may know, um, Nintendo announced for this this year that they were looking to sell over 20 million um, consoles. A lot of analysts and people were just like, I don't think you're going to reach this number. But this last quarter, after the release of Pokemon and Smash is rumored that they have sold over 11 million consoles worldwide. Like that is amazing. How do you feel about the Nintendo Switch success? Like did you see this coming? I think there are some early kind of like wariness but as with any console right you're looking for those big big name games that everyone's gonna want before they finally put out the hundred bucks that the couple hundred bucks they need so now that you've got your your odyssey out you've got your zelda out and finally smash is out everyone wants to be in it and the only we're you're just gonna see more switch sales because as soon as Super Mario or Super Smash Bros. start having pro games, it, everyone's gonna want to do it because that game is just fun, fun to watch, fun to play. It's just fun to play. It's just I I love the. Of course, everybody knows that there's like huge pro players. I mean, it's an mm-hmm. esport um title, yeah. but it's so like any casual can get into it. It's now, my switch story. I was skeptical. I was like, I didn't know if I was going to want it or not. I love the concept of it when I first saw the, the promo. But when I saw, I saw, um, Mario Kart Deluxe 8. And I was like, okay, I want this game. And that was the one that, that picked me up and was like, okay, I'm getting a system. Not to mention, I bought Zelda twice. One for the uh, Switch and one for the Wii U. And then, like, going into this next year, there's like a hell of a lot of games. Now, because we're going to talk more about, like, you know, upcoming games and stuff like that. Like, things that interest us. Because, you know, we got to talk a little bit about um, Kingdom Hearts 3 that's coming out. Because we have been waiting. Well, well, let's just fall into it. But um, we 
been waiting well over 10 years for this game. And from what I've seen, I think a lot of fans are going to be very happy. I just hope they all remember what's going on. Because <laughs> we, we start off with one, then two, and then here come these other side stories. But, yeah. I mean, and that's a good recommendation. We were talking about this earlier where we went to YouTube and, you know, they gave you the summary of what the um, game is up to, you know, to part three. I also recommend you do that. Like, cause if you don't know, if this is your first time jumping into it, you might want to look at the history to all of this. Because if you don't know, this game can seem very confusing. Very much so. Lots of body swapping. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so for me, what I'm excited about this year is the Final Fantasy VII remake. So Enix came out and said that they're not going to give any more information until after Kingdom Hearts is launched. And I think that that's so, a good idea because yeah. um, that gives people time to just uh, like you know absorb and enjoy you know Kingdom Hearts Dream yeah. and not be like you know wondering what's going on with Seven because we all know that we want it, but we know that's a huge project. I'm not happy they're going to make it episodic. But I understand why they're going to do it because clearly, you know, quiet is kept. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Square, even though it's showing a little bit of good, I don't think they've made enough money back from um, 15, Final Fantasy right. 15. I don't think they made enough money back. And their MMO is still, even though they're still doing the updates, and yeah, still it's still working just not on it. grabbing as many yeah. people as it should. Mm -hmm. I mean, God, who knows what happened. But wow, oh, the things for wow. <laughs> I missed that game. Yeah, the classic is uh, is coming up. Yeah, so. the classic gonna release it for several um, servers and stuff. But I may, I just may jump into that one because um, the first raid, I forgot this. I'll carry or something like that. I know it's. So oh, for Alakir in, yeah. the, in his temple, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I I never did that one. Right. And I want to do that one. Because I came in at the tail end of the second expansion. Burning Crusade. Yeah. yeah. And then I went right into um, the Wrath of the yeah. Lich King, which was amazing. Yeah. For those who don't know. Okay. My good friend Apollo, you know, took me on my very first raid, <laughs> and it was, it was. I, I still remember it. Oh my gosh, can you remember? Um, yeah. For the um dragon, the the bronze drake, yeah. you was the most who gave that to me. Mm -hmm. You got that for me, yeah. and I was hooked. <laughs> I just, I just, I, well, it wasn't. I was it like. No, it was a dungeon then because um, we had to gather a lot of people to do it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was fun. I, I want to say it was Nex, the relaunched Nex Ramus, right? I think so. Yeah. I'm not. It's been it's been a while <laughs> since we <laughs> it's been a while since we played. Um, Let's move to another subject. Okay, so it is rumored that um, GameStop is going to be sold off by the end of the month. I guess they're going to release like who actually bought them because there's two people that um, there's two companies that's fighting for them. Um, I don't like GameStop. Oops, I'm GameStop. That's my dyslexia, guys. So don't, don't hold it keep against going, me. Keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, when it first came out, because I remember when they had Game Crazy, 
Game Crazy was is competition. And I personally like um, Game Crazy customer service more than I like GameStop. But yeah, at the end of the month, it's going to be announced who actually won that, you know, that business. I don't know whether they're going to keep the same format or they're going to, you know, change up a couple of things. Do you have any um, stories that, <laughs> um, like any horror stories about games? You know, I don't, I kind of go in there knowing what I need, you know, I don't rely too much on the staff, uh-huh. which can always be a, a questionable thing mm-hmm. when you ask, when you're asking these people. Uh, but I think, I, I'm just curious why someone would purchase GameStop, just because like, with Nintendo now finally having their e-market, and having almost all titles now available as direct downloads. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just wondering in two, three years if we're not going to see like what's happening with Sears. <laughs> I mean, it'll be great for me. Maybe I can find finally find some of those games that I've been wanting for the for the Wii and yeah, <laughs> that they got for seventy, eighty dollars on that shelf. Maybe down to a good price. But <laughs> you got a good, you made a good point because um, you know when these companies whether it be Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo, when they're coming out with their, their numbers and stuff like that, um, their each not eShop, but like, you know, their downloadable stuff like that, that's making a rise every year. So people are not going to these brick and mortar stores anymore. They're just going straight downloading. And I'm sure with the PS5 and the Xbox, um, the new Xbox One system that's coming out, um, along with the rumored um, new Nintendo Switch, that they're going to need huge um, hard drives to, like, you know, fit these new games because, as we all know, these 4K gaming that oh. like, takes so much data, like, so much space. I mean, look at Red Dead Redemption. My God, it was like almost 200 gigabytes. Well, I think a great uh, a great point for this is would be Paradox Gaming. Uh, they recently were valued. Recently overtook uh, Activ- Activision or Blizzard as the most profitable gaming company right now. So Paradox is out in Sweden, and everything they do is direct digital downloads. See, that's a good thing. They don't have... I mean, i sure I could find it somewhere if I looked hard enough. There's probably a hard copy somewhere, but you don't see them on the shelves. No. You don't see any Paradox games in Best Buy or in GameStop. And if you do, you might want to pick it up as a collector's item. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that we're, we're just... And it will be sad, too. I won't have my physical box, and I won't have my CD, and... You know, I do have concerns that, like, software updates, you know, will these old games be able to keep up if, when the firmware is updated? And mm-hmm. Will it still be compatible? And what's going to happen with my purchase in four years? Because, like, the like we, the original we, the network just shut down. Yeah, everything that happened. just went out. Yeah. And that makes a good point because, um, and I think what I want or that I'm looking forward to, like, with these next generation consoles, they should have that feature as a backwards compatible so that because I me personally what I loved about the Xbox One system is that because a lot of the games that I enjoy were on the 360 and I love that they opened that for just those games along because we all know and this is no shame <laughs> but um the Xbox the Xbox brand is not doing well as far as games, but their features are like, you know, with the Game Pass and whatnot, it's amazing. I mean, that purchase alone is worth like getting up Xbox One. Um, let's talk about something else. Let's look for something else real quick. Um, okay, so it's rumored. Now, this is another rumor that um, a new, what, 
game because I, I keep thinking about another game and that's not the one. Um, Darksiders 3 is um, rumored to be coming to the Switch. I don't see what that would be a problem for them to bring this game. Like to close it out on the platform. I mean, it's already out on PS4 and Xbox One, but I don't. I didn't get the sales numbers. Like I don't know if they're doing good or not. Um, but yeah, that is rumored to be coming out. Another thing. I don't know how we forgot about talking about this, but a good friend he reminded me that um, Resident Evil 2 demo. Um, has been downloaded over 2 million. Now, 2 million is cute, but for the plan, I mean, for the, um, not for the platform, but like for the, um, for how many people, because this is across two platforms, which is the Xbox One and the um, PlayStation 4. That is a very small number. A very small number, but I saw it. I enjoyed it because I like horror games and out of all of the um, Resident Evil series, that is the one game I've always been interested in getting into. Like, of course it was out on PlayStation 1 original, but I didn't play it then. I got into Resident Evil with the GameCube. That's my beginning. Like, I knew it was on the PlayStation, but... I never got into it. Do you have any, um, like, you know, gory stories about your first time playing Resident Evil? Uh, too many jump scares for me, man. <laughs> like, too many jump scares. It's kind of like, uh, Dead Space, too. He played Dead Space before, You yeah. know what? I've always wanted to play that. I thought that game was so scary. Too many jump scares for me, man. I, I like, I like my safe little Mario. Um, so, um, Resident Evil 2 is going to be released for Xbox One and PS4, um, the 25th. So, if you guys want to jump in and get scared, um, we'll just, it'll be out on the 25th of this month. And, um, you can write in and tell us how you think. What's your impression of it? And that was the top stories in gaming. to the end of another week of Cheap Thrills. I want to thank my special guest Apollo for joining in and hopefully if everything goes according to plan <laughs> um, he can join us at least once a month and we'll just hang out more and you can guys can write in to tell me whether you like the new format why not? We love constructive criticism here. Um, and thank you again for listening. I'm your host, Atheria. Hope to see you next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast. And here's your top stories in pop culture. So, I'm back with my good friend Apollo here. And we're going to talk about what is going on in the news. And I'm going to start off by saying, this week, it wasn't too much gossip, but here's the gossip. Um, so, Jabba Boy. 
went on um, the breakfast club, right? And spilled all of the teeth. Now, I'm sure that some of you who may not be familiar with him, he came out with this hit because he was this internet phenomenon, like, you know, with Superman or something like that. And I should know it because God, when it first came out, like, it was everywhere. But he's, and he's came out with a couple of hits. But over the last few years, we haven't heard anything from him except from you know, reality TV shows. He's right now, he's in this um, TV show, Marriage Boot Camp. Like, really? <laughs> like, he's clearly not going to get married. I mean, this is for sure. But, he came with all of these, like, allegations against Drake. Because, mm. you know, Aubrey, she's, she's a good artist. <laughs> Aubrey is a good artist. I like her, but I think that she, I don't, okay, this is how I was saying with Aubrey. When Aubrey first came out, I think that she had great originality. But I guess now what's going on, and for you don't know, Aubrey's drink, um, she's like, you know, doing whatever is the trend. It's like the same trap. And um, Kanye West went into, but he came out and he said that you know Aubrey stole his um flow, which he did, uh, for one song. <laughs> um, he went out the Tigger, the, the, like mm. he said, like he Tigger, he was like Tigger, the same, the same guy. Who um, who girl got stolen? Kylie. We should talk a little bit about her. Um, cause she's a mess in itself. Yeah, but he came out with all of these, like you know, these receipts, and you couldn't do nothing but respect his hustle. He announced on the Breakfast Club about his new console venture and stuff like that trying to say that the thing was legal with all these emulators on the system you know good and goddamn well that is not legal so what are you what are you doing in that like but if you don't know about him look him up you might have heard some of his music um okay so this is going to be like um, a little bit of pop culture mixing with politics. I mean, can we escape politics at all right now? We can uh, look. So with this section here, um, I, I told Apollo that I kind of want to like free, like, you know, wing it. We're just gonna just chat up everything and see what you guys think about it. So I'm gonna start off with um, combining the both genres. Um, as we all are aware of the government shutdown, of that, it's it's horrible what's going on because there are a lot of people who are affected by it. That should not be affected because it's a power play that affects, just affects them. Mm -hmm. She came out on Instagram and on Twitter and she had made a video. Um, was like, you know, condemning Trump for what he's doing. Like, yeah. dude, mm. get this together. Like, these people are... And I'm glad Cardi B did that. We need a few more artists to come out, you know? And I agree. Because mm -hmm. what is going on right now? I mean, my God, this is going on a must. A must. Like, is this really this serious? She came out and she condemned him. And, you know, of course she had a lot of support behind her because, mm -hmm. naturally. And here comes Miss Tommy Lauren. <laughs> now, she is a political 
Now I'm gonna call her what she is. She's a political analyst. But I call her a bimbo because clearly that's what she is. Um, she came out and, you know, she challenged. She was like, um, Cardi B, stay in your lane. And Cardi B retorted with like, excuse me, you don't want this. I will dog walk you. Now, <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you about what dog walking means. Before you read someone, it's the same thing as reading someone. That's what like, I'll, don't let me dog walk you. But that's physically. Like, I will come up to you and I would whoop you and have you crawling away from me like you a puppy. So that's what I mean by dog walk. She came up, she was like, look, don't mess with me. Leave me alone. I will dog walk you. And she, she I mean, this is Tommy. Tommy came back with some stupid nonsense. Like, girl, you are holding on to whatever little bit of relevancy that you have. Like, girl, fall back. You take this L and learn your place and keep it for mm -hmm. your community. So, I want to go from that and lead into more about what's going on with this country because this... Well, you read that BuzzFeed article, right? Yeah. That has supposedly been debunked and then now today, Sunday, mm -hmm. January 20th, is supposedly not totally as debunked as Mueller said. It oh, was. Oh my god. So, for those of you who aren't paying attention to this, I I love it every day. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm like suckling at all this drama right now. It's like mm -hmm. so much. But um, Buzzfeed came out with a very salacious and scandalous report mm -hmm. that Trump instructed his lawyer to lie to Congress, which is something that the Republicans have come out and said on camera. That if they could prove, if Mueller could prove that Trump did this, either he perjured or he instructed other people to perjure themselves to Congress, they were thinking about his children, right? Like Donald, mm -hmm. Donald Jr. and Eric and Ivanka and Jared, right? Um, the, they, it would be a grounds for impeachment. So all of a sudden now, two days in, no, one, no one's saying anything. All the politicians have been interestingly <laughs> quiet on this, where, you know, most of the time these reports come out and, you know, there's Twitter fests and everywhere. Uh -huh. And they and usually someone come out with and, a, uh, what do you call it again? Mm -hmm. A press release? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's very interesting that it's been oddly quiet from these politicians. I think, well, you know, like Westman, because... The one thing I've noticed about this administration is that there are far too many people that are jumping ship. <laughs> like, do you remember like when it first like everybody was like gun home, let's let's stick this out, let's see what's going on. But it's like with every investigation and every little cause when Mueller first like, you know, start really getting into it, it's just like a lot of people are becoming scared and don't want to be associated with it. Except for this Mitch McConnell guy. Who's a who's a young guy that was up? He was um Grandpa? Thank you. Former Speaker of the House. I yes. can't stand that man. Me either. I'm glad he's gone. But he ran he ran like a little puppy too. And, and you know what? <laughs> and I think see that that's and you can, you make a good point because like you said, I think that they got they like you know they got what they wanted to get in because they clearly you know they're trying do, to get out right now. They're getting out because <laughs> like they're thinking about their future because you know every time a politician gets out of office they go into yes. banking, and so they're trying to set this up where it doesn't come back to them. Mm. However, I think that they um. They hitched their wagon to the wrong guy because with Trump, I think that the, the scandals that, you know, that he's a part of, 
I don't think that they can detach themselves just by disassociating. Mm -hmm. I think that they, I think it's going to bleed over because there's more to be revealed mm -hmm. with um, Mueller's report and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I am going to be front row <laughs> with my popcorn at this um, Cohen Senate mm -hmm. um, hearing. I want to see because he's going to jail. Yeah. He's going to jail. So I'm like, if you're going to jail, just tell the tea. Like, just like let it go because he can't. Cohen thought that he can save him. He thought Trump can save him. But see, this is not, this is stink. So they're like, no, you can't touch him because this is ours now. So he's definitely going to jail. He's not going to get no pardon. And that is what he was counting on. But. I think it was with Mueller. Mueller was like, uh-uh, we got to go a little bit lower so that he can't get pardoned. Mm -hmm. And I think what's going to happen is he's going to tell the whole story of what's going on. Oh, I think that, um, you know, there's always a question, right? Is this smoke or is this fire, right? Mm -hmm. Is this just noise that's not really something? Because we've had a lot of noise. We've had yeah, a lot of... a lot. So, suppositions and conjecture and assumptions. I think this is like, I feel like Mueller was almost like trying to keep it contained because mm -hmm. like if this gets out, there's so much more there. There's so much more under there. And, I, I, and I, I'm I, ready. I, I want to see this movie. I want this Netflix like two <laughs> weeks after it's out, right? <laughs> And um, I think you made a point about this last night when we was having a conversation. And as far as, like, you know, there's more to this story, to what's really going on. And I think the reason why that there's more to this story is because, like, the way I view it is that he's, he had his hand in too many pies before... He got elected. I don't think the man was going to be elected. I don't think he wanted to be elected, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't think he wanted to. I thought that he was going to give it his best shot. But, um. Oh, he gave it a good shot. That's and, for and, certain. <laughs> but, and the reason why a lot of people are up in arms is like, as far as, because, you know, of course, you know, we have a group of people who are very, like, into politics. Mm -hmm. But with this man, like, his actions bleed into our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. So that's why everyone and their mother is all about politics because this this administration... Because now we have half a million people working without money. Exactly. And hundreds of thousands more... Not having a job at all. I cannot believe they ordered those people to go and work without pay. I love some of the things that I'm seeing in the news. Though. Like, they were just saying that in JFK, the workers were blaring rap music uncensored. And <laughs> like, you know what? It's like, if you're not you going to pay me, I'm, I'm, I'm just here just doing my thing. Apparently, there's people at like the FBI and the Justice Department, and they're showing up in like sweatpants and casual clothes <laughs> as like a sign of protest. <laughs> These people are not happy. And I, I can imagine they wouldn't be because it's like, you know, a month without pay. And At this point, it's like, I got a mortgage, I got rent, I got kids, I got food, what, how, how it, is this supposed to happen? Exactly, right? and then come mm -hmm. to find out, because we thought that, like, you know, that, you know, we were doing fairly well with the economy, because mm -hmm. this is what they've been preaching for so long about the economy being so good. Mm -hmm. Come to find out that these people who are middle class, which, by the way, is being squeezed out, these people are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And so, slowly but surely, they are really trying to get rid of the middle class. And it's scary because if they're gone, mm -hmm. I don't even want to imagine what's coming. I mean, there's, there's a serious problem where these are important jobs in our society. And you're not going to get talented, intelligent, driven people wanting to apply for these positions. Exactly. You know, you want to go work in the FBI and 
worry about law and order, but you don't want to go some, to a job that's going <laughs> to randomly decide to stop paying you. And and it's not just like this has happened once. It's since 2012. Mm-hmm. This is, it's just like these people have been used as bargaining chips almost. And that's what's going on right now. This is why I'm so disgusted with what's going on. And this is going into, I want to talk a little bit more about um, a video I saw um, over the weekend. Um, American indigenous people were having a march. And there was this older guy. Wait, um, wait. This guy by the name of Nathan Phillips. He's an he's a, um, indigenous person. Um, they went up on the hill, not the capital, of course, but they were they went up on the hill in protest, and they were met with a crowd of young MAGA men who stood in these people' way in defiance, and. First thought came to mind was, okay, one, where are your parents, <laughs> and why are you making a mockery towards this? Two, we're on their land, <laughs> okay. We came over to them. How dare you? Like the audacity, the arrogance of it all. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, that's this is this is just a part of America and I I came from it, you know. Very conservative, Republican, very white. If you're not white, you you're acclimating to being that oh or aspiring to being that and Christian. Cuz all these boys this was a high school Catholic school Catholic school like, like, organized event. Their parents were involved in Preparing them and delivering them and organizing this and giving them their blessing for this, and that is what is frustrating. That's frustrating, and and I was thinking about like you know, and and I mentioned it before because I was like, I don't blame the kids because they don't know no better. I blame the parents. Now, to add my two cents, these kids haven't had a good ass weapon. <laughs> I mean, like, and I mean, not just from their parents, but from their peers. Like, they have you clearly what this young man did. Like, there was no respect at all. So, I'm like, first of all, it's the, it's the defiance. Like, and he, he did it knowing he wouldn't get no repercussions behind it. And I'm like, so no one whooped your ass. Oh, you never got into a fight. You know, where someone did whoop your behind. <laughs> because if you knew about, you know, actions and repercussions, you would have known to let that go and let them have their moment. You know? And this is a, a vet. He's a vet. And he had to receive this disrespect from people who are supposed to be our future. This is our future, behaving in such a manner. And someone um, mentioned, I, I forgot their name, but it was, um, they were saying that the magna hat, the magna hat is more like the, the hood, the hood hat. I get, in America. I get, it's yeah, because it's hat. like, it's the, the new clan hat. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, let's look at let's look at these boys and where they got these ideas from, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to an all male, mm-hmm. all Christian, private school. Mm. So this, and not only that, we now have our vice president's wife, who is teaching at a private Christian school that is quite clearly homophobic, right? <laughs> so I think that this this kind of conversation shouldn't be about like the kid. It should be like, okay, we have these private institutions that, that is enforcing these or just breaking up these kids with this mindset. Yeah. And it's all under the guise of religious freedom. 
And that's... And it, there's got to be a point, right? Like, mm -hmm. okay, that's great, but the religion you're teaching, however you're teaching it, I'm not saying all Christians are like this, obviously. No. But in these private schools, you see time and time again that they're teaching a very kind of like... I don't know the word to use. My way or no way. And it's, just, and it's yeah. almost like, instead of because, and I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not the best scholar when it comes to, you know, religion and whatnot, but I thought that the whole, the good book was about teaching love and, you know, empathy and to the, it seems like these people who are in these schools, these private schools, had their own agenda and it's about hate. It's like they're preparing for a war that does not exist. It's like, and why are they constantly, you know, how are they getting jobs? Because there's so many people like them in America. See, I remember back in the days, and this is not that far back, because this is, I will go back, I will go back as far as Clinton. Mm-hmm. Where, okay, we all knew that there were a, a, a set of racist people in this country, but they were mm -hmm. so small, and I wouldn't say small, when I say small, I mean like outward, like they just didn't care, but, you know, the belief was like well hidden, and when this man got into office, like, it just was like a floodgate. Of people who had these, not only did they have the ideas, but they are being emboldened to act them out. Like it's crazy. Um, we'll have to I, see how it goes. I just. They didn't release his name, the young man, as mm -hmm. they shouldn't because he's a child. Right. But they are releasing the information about the schools and, um, you know, the people who are linked to that school and whatnot, because mm -hmm. that's who we need to be going after. Mm -hmm. Like, get rid of the whole administration, because clearly, whatever they're teaching is not working. Um, what else happened this week? <laughs> so speaking of you know millennials and whatnot, and I really okay, I'm not telling you my age, but like I can, okay, here's the thing. I don't know if you guys saw this um the documentary of Fire, Fire Festival. Okay, there was one on uh, Netflix and there was one on Hulu. I saw the both of them, and. This, this, this movie, this documentary was good. It was good, but it showed, it showed like a glimpse into the millennial mindset. Not just the, because clearly this was for their lean, you know, the the rich, wealthy, people white, of means, <laughs> people of privilege. And that's not saying all white because I saw in both documentaries there were people of color that was there. Um, but I took a step back and I started to look at the millennial culture. And to be honest with you, I don't like the way that they're going. Because I think that the millennials are well as they pointed out if they're very narcissistic and they just they wanted to be in the end crowd like they just wanted to be a part of something and that speaks volumes to me but let's just talk a little bit more i want to talk a little bit more about that but let's just finish up what happened with um the fire festival so there was this um there were two guys that was behind it Billy McFarlane, who's the con man, that asshole, and um, and ja, and ja Rule, who's a rapper, who was, who attached his name to it, 
I think he was trying too hard to be the next Dr. Dre. Exactly. <laughs> and like, I need my beats. Let's make it fire festival. Well, you know, he had, um, you know, he had bankruptcy problems anyway. Yeah. So, you know, he was trying to, you know, recoup on what little money that he can using his name. Mm -hmm. But Billy, mm. he just, he personified the millennial generation. It was about... It was the quick scheme, quick, I mean, the get rich quick scheme, mm -hmm. persona like the whole mindset on just let's let me get my name out there any means necessary. And I don't understand where was this picked up at? It was all on Instagram, you know? It was just like photos of models. Come have the hot new Coachella. Come, you know, be a part of the next cool Burning Man thing before it becomes, you know, old news, right? Yeah, and see, here's the thing. I remember it, and the only reason why I remember it is because I reversed the letters. Instead of saying fire, I thought it was, um, I thought it was the Fry Festival. <laughs> and, and, and um, but did I ever click on it? No, because one, I don't really do festivals, and two, I'm not going to no Bahamas for anything like that anyway, because I thought that it was a scam in itself. These young millennials went out there spending well over $250,000 for villas to, um, to go out to this festival and when they got out there they were greeted with well basically toast and cheese. cheese sandwich oh yeah that's the best and cheese sandwich i've seen in 10 years man it was i i was gagging the whole time because i was like you deserve it you deserve it you know what offended me about the cheese sandwich there's no mayonnaise on it <laughs> how dare you serve me a cheese sandwich without mayonnaise on it it, it's just it. Just no taste, no class at all. I it, can't even it, believe it. But some of the um, influencers got villas. That little cunt. She got. She was on the. This is on the Hula one. She was and she laughed at it. She was like, "I look. I feel sorry about it, but um, I got my villa." <laughs> and I was like, "Girl, you should have just." You could have just left that out the documentary. Now you got people hating on you. You know, now what I see in my head, there is this episode of uh, Kate, becoming Kate, <laughs> where she was all about, like, I need a villa. Because she visited San Francisco, and she's like, this space is too small. I need a villa. I see. And I'm just like, that's what I see in my head are these people. They're just like, where's my villa? And, and you know, I hope. You know what? I'm not going to say I hope because I know they didn't learn anything behind it. Mm, they felt like they were scammed. <laughs> I'm like, well, clearly they were, but yeah, you know, I mean, but yeah. they had the means <laughs> to get the um the money back because, mm -hmm. you know, clearly this dude, Billy McFarlane, he went to, he's going to prison, but he when he comes out, okay, he got on probation. Okay. When he was on probation... He tried to, he actually succeeded in running another scam and got caught. Like, dude, you just, you just, and while he's in prison, it's rumored that he is teaching other people how to get, you know, how to scam. I'm like, look, anything tied to business, just don't associate with this man. Because mm -hmm. he is, you know. Keep that name in your head, you know, Billy yeah, McFarland. Just, and Ja Rule, you should be in jail right there next to him. I know Ja Rule the whole time, it's, ever since it started, he's been like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And, and, and <laughs> um, like, yeah, because as soon as it fell out, then yeah. he started about, I'm not attached to it. But in the, um, the documentary, he's promoting it and telling everybody, you know, he's part of it. I was like, no, nah, dude, you need to be in jail right next to him. Because... You knew what was going on. You may not have known the logistic to it, but you've linked your name to this um, festival. Mm -hmm. And you were the driving force as to why what the, the 
the attraction to it because you legitimize it. But let's just go a little bit more into what's going on with... Um, Can I just say one thing? Mm-hmm. Fuck Ariana Grande. I'm mm-hmm. so tired of this one. Oh my God. Let's talk about her a little bit. Like, I agree. She's got the best voice that's come out in the last... She's cute. I'm not going to take I think away from this her. whole decade. I think she is the best voice... For the tense, right? Mm-hmm. Period. Easily. Hands down. But how dare you write a song about a boy and then, what, six months later come out with a track going, thank, thank you, you next. next. I mean, it's like, what? who? What? I don't like you as a person. I'm I, sorry. And that's what I said because we talked about this on the, um, I talked about this last time. I, I said... When she first came out, because she came out, like, you know, she got big off of her music abilities and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And we, we was checking for her. Big Sean, Mac Miller. I was like, girl, you are beating Taylor Swift. I was like, you are hopping through these boys. Like, you know, <laughs> like, what is going on? Because I'm a little bit worried about you, girl. Mm-hmm. But I want to focus on these last two with um, Pete Davidson and Mac Miller. Yeah. Because... What made me dislike her as a person, not as a musician? Because the girl got a cute bop out right now, Mm -hmm. okay? But was she dumb? First of all, um, and this was announced at at the awards. It was the MTV Music Awards. First of all, she came out like separate from Mac Miller, but everybody behind closed doors knew that she was dating Mac Miller. So she never claimed him. But then when he started to claim her, that's when she fell into, you know, line. Like, okay, I'm going to claim him. Mm-hmm. So that goes on for a while. Then she cheats on the man with Pete Davidson. And, I mean, like, she never had no downtime. And like I said, I was like, girl. Mac Miller dick was not out your pussy before you had Pete Davidson's dick in your mouth. <laughs> because you just hopped too fast. And then she came out with this song, Thank You Next. Over what again, by the way? It was over Pete Davidson. He made like, a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's... Welcome to dating a comedian. <laughs> you should have asked any other comedian's wife or it's, husband. You're fair game. <laughs> She came out, she she profited, she profited off of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that too. You have to stop doing that because that cheapens your ability and your talent. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that happened with Tanya Swift because once we start peeping her personal life, like, girl, you're just getting a boyfriend, dumping them, and then writing a song about them. And that's what's going on. So every time someone listens, to our music, they're like, well, who did she dump? And, okay, now here's a new song from her. But Ariana, I like your song. It's cute. I hope you take this time to yourself because you know she's rumored to be dating someone else now. Are we surprised? And if she if she gets, if she's dating somebody else, I'm like, Here, look, tell bro. the truth. What do you think, size queen? Considering the people <laughs> that she was dating, because Mac Miller is very Mac Miller is short, mm-hmm. and Big Sean is short. Pete Davidson, he has a, a he has mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she's a size queen because she's very petite and small. I think that she's looking for the right one. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, she could be one, but the guys that she was with clearly couldn't mess her up. I will say that. Alright. I think she's a size queen, but the guy she was with just didn't <laughs> give her what she needs. Maybe that's what she's all she's looking for. She's going to run across the wrong one, though. Hey, we saw one earlier, right? Maybe we should be sending him her way. Hey there. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if we should talk about that, but I don't know his name. We anything else? 
I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's the, the yeah, we're going to end on that. So those were the top stories in pop culture.